Hey, good morning, everyone. Happy Cyber Monday. Welcome back to another episode of Changing Room Thoughts. If you're new here, I'm Karina Chan. On my content, we talk all about fashion history, fashion commentary, fashion philosophy. Basically, if you've ever had a critical thought about the clothes you wear on your body, this podcast is for you. I post a new episode every Monday morning so that you have something juicy to listen to on your way to work. Now, if you've been following me for some time, if you watch the video content in addition to the audio, you'll see that the lighting is different. Number A, number A, number one. I look like shit. Number two, the lighting in here is whack because I'm filming at night. Usually, I am really on the ball with my podcast episodes. I, I usually like get it done in the morning when there's light. My room has beautiful big windows, but I've just, I dropped the ball this week. I got sick. I've got my warm cup of water next to me and my holiday mug. Again, before we get into this week's episode, want to reiterate that I'm doing a giveaway on a fashion history coffee table book. So if you're interested in that, all you have to do is just share your favorite episode of Changing Room Thoughts on your social media and I'll gather all of the usernames and pick one lucky winner before Christmas. Now onto the meat of this episode. If you're on TikTok, you have undoubtedly seen all of this content boycotting a whole litany of companies for Black Friday in the context of the Israel-Palestine conflict. For those of you who just want me to resume the program as usual, talk about, I don't know, holiday gift guides or whatever, it's coming, okay? It's coming. There's a global crisis going on and you probably have seen your favorite influencer or two getting canceled over this whole boycotting craze. For example, like Aaliyah's interlude, TikTok's favorite it girl. I T-G-I-R-L. She got canceled for going to Starbucks. Like people were in her comments being like, why did I see you at Starbucks? I do think it's important to be a conscious consumer, but I can't help but wonder if it's getting out of hand. I checked this list of companies to boycott on TikTok. It's not the most realistic thing to expect that everybody goes through, studies this list and is able to purge all of these products from their life like we have been purchasing from all of these brands for the last couple of years and while we can make an effort to do better it's gonna take time when i see these boycott lists on tiktok the reasoning being these companies support the israeli military and the israeli government tiktok while it's a great way to disseminate information quickly especially when it comes to a really important and dire topic like Israel and Palestine, I can pick up my camera and like talk my shit and say whatever I want and claim that it's true or it's fact. Like I'm pro ceasefire, all of that. But I do think it's important before you start channeling all of your hatred and anger towards like Tube Girl. I thought she was uncancelable, to be honest. Instead of directing our hatred towards Tube Girl and Aaliyah I think what's a better idea is to just like also actually go through this boycott list, which comes with receipts. Like it comes with why each brand is boycotted and links to proof, i.e. like links to news articles that supposedly prove that it is like pro-Israeli militant etc. It's up to us as consumers to actually validate and educate ourselves before we actually go and make a purchasing decision. And I've seen some like some brands on here. I, I took a gander. There's seven pages of companies. There's hun- I think there's almost thousands. Like there's at least in the hundreds of companies that we're supposed to boycott. And I'm just gonna like thumb through the first page of this boycott list and read out some, you know, larger household names just so we have some familiarity with this. 7up, Aquapana, Adidas, Aesop. Everyone's 
beloved, artistic, expensive smelling soaps. Airbnb, Aldi, Nord, not the UK. Always, Amazon, American Eagle, Amica, the hair products company, Aquafina, Bali, Bank of America, Bank of Montreal, Barclays, Bath and Body Works, Ben and Jerry's, not Ben and Jerry's, Benefit Cosmetics, Bobby Brown, Boeing. So if you take a flight, I guess you're fucked. BP, Booking.com, Bounty Paper Towels, Burger King, Capital One. Well, I work there, so I guess I am contributing to, I don't even want to say it. I don't even want to say it. It's bad too. Oh, I don't want to get fired. I'm not going to say it. Carrefour, Caterpillar, Celine, Chanel, Crest Toothpaste, Dasani Water, Dell, Diesel, but specifically their fragrances division, Dior, Disney, my God, Dove, Dr. Pepper, Estee Lauder, Evian, Fairlife, Fanta, Febreze, Fendi, Fenty, Fenty Beauty. I thought Fenty was also uncancelable. It's because Fenty's owned by LVMH, which is also on this list because Bernard Arnault invests in a lot of Israeli companies. Fiverr, Fuse Tea, Gatorade, Gillette, Giorgio Armani Beauty, Givenchy, Google. I'm sorry. This is just, I'm going to stop here. This is just unrealistic. Like this has become embedded in our everyday way of life. And I think that this effort is like applaudable, but no one's going to boycott Google. I'm sorry. It's just impossible. Let's see. Why Google? Why is Google on this list? Why? Google and Amazon jointly won the Project Nimbus contract to provide cloud services to the Israeli military. Oh, yeah, that is pretty bad. Alternatives. Don't click on ads and use DuckDuckGo. I don't know. I don't know anymore. So what are we boycotting? Like what qualifies a company to be on this list? I looked into one company called Actimel and the reasoning behind boycotting this company is because it funds the Israeli food startup scene. Now, it's up to you to interpret how much of a threat this is or how wrong it is. But to me, generalizing investing in their like food startup scene as supporting Israeli military occupation is a bit of like a jump. I feel like I need to stop running my mouth before I get canceled too, but it's just like my common sense and my gut is telling me that instead of unrealistically trying to blanket boycott all of the brands on this list and all the brands that TikTok is telling you to, my suggestion is that you should look into the brands that you plan on buying from anyway do some research into that and decide if the reasoning behind boycotting that brand is something that you agree with or not personally i don't see a company that invests in like food as a direct issue i'm open to hearing out opposing opinions this boycott is really clearly clearly started on tiktok and it's getting picked up by national news newsweek reports that pro-palestinian groups across the u.s are staging black friday protests to demand a permanent ceasefire in gaza I guess if we're going to dig a little deeper here, the question is, why do protesters think that a boycott of Black Friday slash Cyber Monday would be an effective bargaining tool when it comes to Israel and Palestine? Where this boycott is coming from, it's that money talks in the U.S. where public opinion and votes don't. Reuters reports that 68% of Americans support a ceasefire, yet it has taken us a very long time to arrive at just a four-day ceasefire, which is good progress, I guess, but the four-day ceasefire being over Black Friday and Cyber Monday, some can't help but just wonder if this was a move pulled by politicians to save corporate asses, which are reliant on Black Friday revenue. I'm not entirely sure what percentage of sales revenue 
companies make between Black Friday and Christmas, but I think it's a lot. Investopedia points out that Black Friday is often an indicator of the overall economic health of the country and a way for economists to measure the confidence of the average American when it comes to their discretionary spending. Lower Black Friday sales figures are sometimes taken as a harbinger of slower economic growth. Is it harbinger? Harbinger? Someone correct me. Unfortunately for us, Black Friday sales are up 7.5% from last year, despite how tight Americans are feeling their wallets lately and how much this boycott has attempted to gain steam. According to the Answer Coalition, by answer, I mean the Act Now to Stop War and end racism coalition. We believe the protests on Black Friday are a crucially important way to make it clear that there will be no business as usual until Palestine is free. Black Friday is one of the most profitable days of the year for major corporations, and if these corporations are unable to function as usual, that will become another source of pressure on the Biden administration to end its participation in the genocide of Palestinians. Like I said, I feel like the energy of this boycott is being strengthened and weaponized to cancel influencers like Aliyah's interlude and also sabrina bassoon belovedly known as tube girl and i just think that this is like misguided energy i think like if you're wanting to vote with your dollar which is unfortunately one of the only ways to like do anything in this crisis as an american i'd like to introduce an alternative way to get into the festive holiday spirit and participate in consumerism because like it or not we've been conditioned to find it fun right and personally like gift giving is one of my top love languages let's redirect this energy and support our local businesses. I think that's an even better fuck you to corporate America because it uplifts local economies, which is ultimately a good thing. If you don't follow Melody Note Vintage, I highly recommend it. She's an expert not only in all things vintage, but she just has the most straight up real takes and I respect her so much. She just says it like it is. But she made a video about how your small businesses need you. Coca-Cola doesn't really need you, but your local vintage shop, your local bakery, your mom and pop like ice cream joint, like these people need you. We've had a really hard couple years. The economy is going to shit. People are really feeling tight in their wallets. Like if you're going to invest your time and energy to leave hate comments on Aaliyah interlude videos or Sabrina Bassoon videos, you could also use that time and energy to research what local businesses around you are more deserving of your time and money especially in this upcoming holiday season where you're gifting other people things like little luxuries and little trinkets and nice things. You can find that stuff at small businesses. You can find that stuff secondhand. And can we normalize that? Like gifting people things secondhand because to me, I would love a thrifted or vintage gift because it shows A, somebody else really dug through stuff to find me the diamond in the rough and that means a lot to me furthermore it shows that you know that i'm committed to sustainability and you're helping me out with that vision i shared a couple of favorite small businesses and emerging designers that i really like to shop with for this upcoming holiday season on my tiktok there are so many good vintage local vintage sellers and vendors in New York City. Some of my favorites are Seven Moods Vintage, Allison's Archive. If you're in LA, Vula Vu. There's so, so, so many more. For skincare, I highly recommend Lee Organics. I've talked about her before. She's a Malaysian Ford model who developed her own organic skincare line because she has really sensitive skin and everything she was trying was not working for her, even like 
the Neutrogena, the first aid beauties, like it wasn't really working for her. And her face mist, uh, I just recycled the bottle, but I already purchased my refill. I also have dry, sensitive, eczema prone skin. Her face mist is the best face mist I've ever freaking tried. And I've tried lots of different face mists. They all end up just feeling like water and like immediately evaporating. And her face mist just leaves this beautifully, slightly tacky finish. It's clearly very hydrating. Hold up, I'm gonna get it. All right, I am back. Sorry about that. Okay. Lee Organics, this Palma Rosa Revival Mist. This thing is $54, but A, the packaging, very luxurious. It's $54 and I'm already on my second bottle, though it has lasted me a long time. The first bottle lasted me six months. So I think that's pretty good. And I'm usually a big skeptic when it comes to skincare. Like I have a very minimal skincare. I have a three-step skincare routine and this is the first step. So highly recommend that. You'd be supporting a small local business. I just really appreciate like the passion that she has for her product. Everything's organic. Everything's like farmed, harvested, made in Southeast Asia where she's from really really cool stuff next business that i want to highlight is an emerging designer she's one of my favorites is da wang da wang is a chinese american designer that graduated from parsons and started her label i think 2019 and she does chinoiserie which is the art of traditional chinese clothing reimagined as modern day streetwear so this is a pair of her flared patchwork pants for those of you watching with your video on like this is hands down the most stunning pair of pants i have in my closet like the most beautifully and intricately constructed garment obsessed and there's a 70% sale going on right now I sound like such a fucking ad she's not paying me to say this I've just I've been a fan since day one like I got her Instagram ads in like 2020 and I've been on this train ever since once you start collecting Da Wang like you kind of don't stop like her drops have gotten better and better I'm obsessed but here let me just show you some of this like ridiculous quality like do you see how not only is there so many different, I'm not sure exactly if this is brocade, but so many different patches of patterned in like woven fabric. It's the details for me, like the way that these pockets are lined, the way that this piping is done in one solid color all across the top of the pan. Also, there's drawstrings on the side so you can like pull it up for a more fitted look. The craziest part to me is the piping at the bottom of these pants. I did like a really hack job hemming them, but like it's orange all the way here and then it flips to blue in the middle. You can ignore this like ratchet hem job I did, but anyways, my favorite pants of life of like all time. I also have two dresses and two shirts from her. And this is definitely not the end. But yeah, absolutely love Da Wang for clothes. But yeah, I would just like to say like, I think that the effort and energy behind the boycott in and of itself is very well intended, very deeply researched. This information is impressively collated into this list that I will link in my description. And I'm not saying you have to follow all of these. I'm not saying you have to cancel all of these brands. Otherwise, you're a shitty consumer and an awful person. But if you'd like to reference it and decide for yourself whether or not the proof mentioned in in the details of this list is really something you stand by, leave that up to you. I will leave that option up to you. But yeah, 
Happy Cyber Monday. Good luck shopping sustainably. I'm going to have my Q&A open. Let me know any local businesses that you really fuck with that you think that I should check out. I'd be more than happy to shout them out, do some research into them. I think that this would be a great way to like channel this vote with your dollar energy in a positive way. And at the very least, I'm really glad that such a large volume of people are thinking deeply about the ethics of their consumption and how their dollar can support or hinder a cause that they care about. So I think that that in and of itself is a really great improvement. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. I hope this was thought provoking for you. If you enjoyed it, can't wait to see you next Monday morning. Bye.